Hey, it's Bartender Journey, podcast number 41. Thanks for listening, guys. It's Vince here. This week on the show, we have the continuation of the chat that Vano and I had at the outside bar. And um, we talk about bartending. We mixed up a couple of drinks. And uh, yeah, here it comes. So what do you think of the... uh the outdoor bar and the uh, outdoor recording today. It's uh, you know, doing the show in your uh, the studio. I've been spoiled, man, because it's just like it's this is like unplugged shit, man. <laughs> we like acoustic guitars and you know, uh, it's stripping it down. But it's uh, hey, listen, man, this is how it all began. So let's uh, let's just uh, yeah. rock this shit out, man. I made a made a daiquiri here with the uh, Pilar rum. Oh boy, it's so good. Amazon? Yeah. <laughs> It probably needs a little more lime juice. I, uh, I'm like unprepared today. I was hoping to have a lot more. I was hoping to run out to the store and get some ingredients. Today, dude, you must get fucked didn't. up out here all the time. <laughs> this is oh. like your own studio, dude. <laughs> I never get. This is this is where I get motivated, folks. I just I go out here. <laughs> I'm a professional drinker. You know? I don't get fucked up. <laughs> Cheers. Salute. <laughs> mm. Good, right? Damn. Yeah, the daiquiris, uh, you know, I talked about it before, but the daiquiri... Very good. ...is uh, not strawberry. It's not made in a blender. You take some ice, take some good rum, lime juice, and sugar syrup, and uh, shake that up, strain it into a martini glass, and uh, that's a real daiquiri. That's how Hemingway drank them. Oh, man. Oof. And that's the... Uh, Very good. Yeah, isn't it? But, uh, so, you know... It's I, a little cold for this drink today, though. No, it's, <laughs> it's, warm, it's out. warming up, man. But um, I was thinking for all the people out there, you know, learning that utilize YouTube. I know we talked about it in the past, but I've, I've been, you know, doing research you know, since, I, since we started doing the podcast. But for new listeners, really study like the martini, the Manhattan, the old fashioned while you yeah. just be like your own training. Like, you know, find a video that you like and just watch it constantly. And see, like that's training that, you know, yeah. just watching you it make over. It, make it too. But if you, you know? can't, like that's the problem. Like I, when I started, I didn't have none of that. Just the fact of you watching it and while you're training, it's huge. It's not the same, but you definitely will have an advantage. Watch how, like with the old fashioned, how they muddled the fruit, they put the sugar cube in there and all that. Just, just the technique aspect of it. So when you actually have to make it, you'll have an advantage. Right. Literally, I'm talking like over and over again. And then, like I said, Manhattan martini, old fashioned, and then I would even segue into the uh, Long Island iced tea. The uh, sours, yeah. Collins, just just stuff like that. The technique aspect, because these drinks you will be judged. Yeah. As a bartender. But you need to know what they're supposed to taste like. You know what I mean? You know, either make them at home and try them, or uh, if you work in a place that allows it. You know how uh, you see it on Bar Rescue all the time. You take a straw, put it in the drink, and just taste it that way. So you know, you need to know what it what it what it tastes like. Because you know, how are you gonna make something if you don't know what it's supposed to taste like when it's done? Well, you know, you know what? what? That's you listen. This that's high level talk, brother, man. And uh, most places, you know, you know, you got to you got to just you got to know how to put ounces, how to pour correctly, and, and you got you know we talk about it. But I agree with you, you know. But some and, people uh, don't have have the ability to do that, so you got to compromise. But if you have YouTube, utilize that because I didn't have that when I started out. You didn't have it, and the only way I learned was. If I paid for the drink at a bar or I worked live and someone asked and I asked for help, mm-hmm. like doing an old-fashioned for the first time, I remember yeah. that's that's yeah. hardcore. People right. watch that. <laughs> right. There's people that would go to a bar just to order an old-fashioned mm. just to see. Because right. most bartenders don't know how to do that. But yeah. it's simple when you think about it. 
Well, it's uh, you, you, a you, lot, know, you know, but I mean, it's, it's the more technique, complicated it's the than flare, it's the people yeah. like to look at it, and yeah. then when you really think about it, and you're muddling the fruit. Most people yeah. don't even bring a muddler. Yeah. They don't have it. They're using the thumb to muddle it. Or, <laughs> you know? So I'm just saying, you, you utilize, you know, YouTube. I think it's a good tool for that. That's yeah. my two oh, cents that's, on that. That's... A, Good point. The uh, the old fashioned that's that shows that does show, show your flair. You know, it's uh, it it's good to have um, that in your back pocket to really know how to make a good one. And you talk about making it the first time. I'm trying to remember. I, I have no idea where I learned I to remember. make that drink. I, I remember. Don't know, I don't know where I learned to make that drink. I remember drink. all that shit, man. I remember. <laughs> Goes you know, back. Yeah, man. Doing way. that. I remember. Uh, you know, a tangeray gin tonic. That threw me for a loop. I was like, what do you mean? You want Tangeray? The guy, the way he said it, Tangeray Gin Tonic. Oh. <laughs> and I just remember I was arguing with the yeah. guy, you want a gin tonic or a Tangeray tonic? <laughs> you know, cause, but it's just, you know, hey, listen, you got you to play in traffic. We talk about it all the time. And, uh, but listen, on a serious note, man, I always talk about how bad it is out there. And I say it's bad out there, not because I'm reading the news or I'm looking at the newspaper. What I do for a living, my first job is I give out loans. Mm -hmm. And um, I review credit reports all day. And I got to tell you something. It's just getting harder and harder out there for a lot of people. I review, I, I look at credit reports. I see people that have derogged mortgages, mortgages in foreclosure, mortgages that people walked away from. Yeah. Automobiles that are just recently repossessed, voluntary surrender, or, or just they're, they're not paying it. Mm -hmm. um, maxed out credit cards, civil judgments, tax liens. It's just it's getting harder and harder. And I see it every day because that's what I do for a living. I look mm -hmm. at 40, 50 applications every day and I, I analyze and I have to make a decision whether I'm going to give this loan oh, or wow. not give that loan. And I always talk about, since I started to show that bartending is the second greatest job and and I will always say, and I'll just paraphrase it, that bartending is the best side hustle out there. <laughs> it just is because it enhances the quality of life. And more and more, many people in this country are, are, are living check to check, man. Yeah. It is. There's more people doing bad than they are doing good. Mm. I, I mean, I'm just being honest with you. And I see it. And there's nothing worse when you got that that financial worry and you're walking around like there's a like a safe's gonna drop on your head yeah like a bugs bunny commercial i mean yeah. a cartoon rather yeah it's just it's just i see it and i you know i just think how bartending is just it's it's a great side hustle where you can work a weekend and and, and i'm not overselling like you're gonna be rich and it's gonna solve your problems but it's gonna better the quality of your life right that's just how i yeah. feel about that man and then instead of instead of going out spending money in a bar you're going out and making money at a bar Exactly. <laughs> and then, you know, it, you can have a few drinks at that bar. If you play your cards <laughs> Maybe. <right. laughs> yeah. But, uh, I, I, listen, I, I, I broke this down, and I know you can relate to this. I wish that everybody can experience what it's like when they score big at a fucking bar. Uh -huh. at, at working a gig. Yeah. And their bounty. And, and that overflowing tip cup of mm -hmm. singles mixed in with 20s and 10s and 5s <laughs> and $2 bills because there's always one asshole that brings 20 fucking $2 bills and there's that other asshole that throws coins in the fucking tip cup that drives yeah. me crazy oh, but yeah. uh, I the, there's nothing more rewarding than that and I, I want you guys to experience what that's like where to the point where you, you're making so much in one as you're counting the money you're getting sick from the smell. Like <laughs> I, whenever sick I sick from the smell because of the, I get the high off that smell. Well, no, the smell of the money because <laughs> it's overpowering. Uh, you know what I mean? Like okay. all the money, and you count. I, for me, I, I like I get nauseous. <laughs> 
and once I got that I mean, feeling, I have the opposite reaction. Well, no, I mean, <laughs> I like it. Don't get me wrong, but sometimes when I would count the money, I mean, this is when you score big. The smell of it, I would have to put it down. I'm like, oh my god, I'm getting dizzy because it's that it's that money has that dirty, sexy smell. You know what I mean? <laughs> dirty, sexy smell. You know what I'm saying, bro? And I want people to realize what it's like when you walk out of a gig and you got fat pockets. Mm-hmm. You literally got fat pockets, man, and it's. And that that right there, you know what what's be- beauty about that man is that making that money, right? You get two types of income. You get psychic income and you get the, the tangible income. And the, and the psychic income is something I got from Earl Nightingale. He was a he's a you know, he was a, a motivational speaker. He wrote The Strangest Secret, but the psychic income is like when you accomplish a goal and that reward you get or when you um you lose a lot of weight or you save money and you buy a house. It, it's priceless. Uh-huh. That's the confidence that you get, you know, when you, you accomplish something. And when you bartend, dude, and you're making money, and you're doing something you like, and you're getting yeah. attention from people, and right. you, all that reward, it's just, it's just, it's amazing. It's like a double pleasure where you're getting this mental confidence that look what, look what I just earned. Yeah. Look what I just earned bartending from my personality right. in, in one shift. Yeah. And look what people are telling me. Yeah. People are telling me I'm the best bartender. I was just offered a job. I just got three numbers from a girl. You know what I'm <laughs> saying? Like that that psychic ener- energy mm. is just amazing. And that's really doing something you like, the ultimate satisfaction and achievement. And, you know, I, I love it. I, I was, you know, from bartending, like I talked about earlier, the passion, you know, live to bartend. You know yeah. what I mean, and, they, yeah. and I, I'm getting that back, and it's just, it's like, it's like I'm, I'm fresh, I'm, I'm green again. But yeah. what experience? All right. You know. Sorry again about that noise. There's uh, work going on in my house, so uh, that's what that noise is. But yeah, that's that's a good point. Like this is money that I made. Like no, you know, you created it. You yeah, you created something out of nothing. You, you're right? self-employed, <laughs> right? And you you did this all on you, and yeah, I, yep. you're able to make the drinks as a chef. You're taking passion and you're impressing people. And it's just like, you know, the, the, it comes back to the personality where, that, wow, what is he doing? Look look, look at the look at the mayor. He's near the bartender. And then, then the other person, it's just like they see this uh, this energy that you're given. It's all about when I talk about connecting. Right. You're connecting and then you connect with all these people. They tell the owner that fucking Vince is amazing. Yeah. This guy's the second coming. Well, I mean, yeah. you know, and then other people come back, and it's just, it's, it, that's the magic of it. And it's, I'll tell you another story about the uh, place where I'm working now. I don't normally work Sundays, but um, the last couple of weeks they've had special events, parties on Sunday, so they asked me to come in for a couple hours, you know. So I'm working the bar, you know, making drinks for the party, taking care of the regulars, and it's, you know, it's football season, so people come in, watch football. And uh, normally on Sundays, it's, not crazy busy it's a little better during uh football season but anyway point is usually the, one of the owners bartends herself on sundays but she asked me to come in because she had to take care of the party you know so uh some of the regulars are there we're having a great time we're watching football it was a good game on and um as as they're leaving this one group of regulars they're like this this was a pleasure they should have you here every sunday i said i said yeah, you're right. <laughs> I said you you could probably make that happen. You're one of the best regulars here. You could probably make that happen. Go talk to the owner, and uh, she did. So we'll see what happens. That's good. Maybe man. I'll be working Sundays too. That's good. But it man. was, uh, yeah, it was fun. You know, it was Sunday afternoon watching football behind the bar. You know, it was a short shorter shift than usual. My Saturday shifts usually at least ten hours. So um, this was you know like six and uh, watching football, hanging out with these regulars you know some of them becoming my friends now you know and uh 
it was cool. So maybe I'll start working Sundays for during football season anyway. That would Isn't that cool. amazing? Just parlaying that? Yeah. Your personality, <laughs> making drinks, and you're making you're making you know a decent side hustle. Yeah. I, I worked um, the first day I work at the at the catering hall. It's my first day there, and I'm working and. Uh, this lady comes up to the bar. I told you this, but I'm gonna. I didn't tell you everything. This lady comes up and orders a margarita, uh-huh. and she wants salt. Right. So the kid's like, "I don't have the thing." Oh yeah. To make it the when thing. the thing is the rimmer, where you know it, it's yeah. like the sponge for the folks out there. It's it's a circular object, and it's a sponge <laughs> where you pour the lime juice, and there's two circular sleeves, one for uh, salt, one for sugar, and it's great for margaritas. That thing always grosses want. me out, though. And so you basically, you know, it's <laughs> he get clean very often. He doesn't. He didn't have it to make to put the salt on on the glass. So as he's telling her, there's no. He doesn't have the thing. <laughs> right behind me, he's a, a salt shaker, and then I, you know, and I'll tell you how you do it. You know, and I'm looking at him. So I wait for the guest to leave, and I'm like, you know, my man, you you could have made that. He's like, what are you talking about? So I take the salt shaker. I open up the salt. I take a napkin and I, I pour salt on the napkin. I take a lime. I rim the lime glass, and then I turn the glass upside down in a circular motion, and I I just twist counterclockwise and I get I get the salt on the glass so he looks at me and he goes hey listen bro she didn't put any money on the fucking bar I ain't gonna do it so I start I, I'm laughing because it's my first day there I don't yeah. want any drama yeah. and I'm kind of thinking this kid reminds me of me <laughs> five years ago so I just looked at him and I laughed I was like I was like, I like my bad like he won but what was funny is that she comes back like I guess whatever. I don't know the time span. She comes back to the bar and she orders a margarita again, but this time he puts salt on it. <laughs> oh, there you go. And I looked at him. And I was like, oh. "You schooled it. You schooled that young boy." <laughs> you know, but uh, it's funny, man. But uh, check this out. The other day at work, one of my friends that knows I do the show, he kept coming up to me and he's he's asking me, "Hey, Vanna, what's this?" He would start rattling off drinks and that, and I asked him, "What's going on?" And he, because of the show, he's building a man cave. Right, oh, not because nice. of the show. Not, he was building a man cave anyway. <laughs> oh, gotcha. But he he he's, he's doing a bar, and he's he's learning to bartend just for himself. Nice. And it made me think. Well, maybe the show's just not for people that want to bartend. Yeah. Out of just out of they want to bartend for them, and so he comes up to me the other day, and I didn't know the drink. He says, "Hey, what's um, what's white cream to cocoa, amaretto, <laughs> triple sec, vodka, vodka and milk." I'm like, I, I don't know. And it was an orgasm, but uh, I forgot it. And he said he's oh, yeah. making that, and he's got this man cave, and you know he's he, he can't wait to host and entertain. He's getting like a stripper pole. This kid's like going all out <laughs> in his face. He's what? A, yeah, he's crazy. Uh, he's, he's, <laughs> he's, he's he's a player, this dude. But he was just like listening to the show. He's like the passion you guys talk about. Oh, nice. He's like he's like dude. I never heard anyone that passionate about being a banker bartender. <laughs> You know, he's like, Jesus Christ. He's like, you're really fucking bad. He's like, but no, he's like, I really, he goes, I'm inspired. Just, he goes, I want to learn to bartend, dude. He goes, I don't want to bartend at a club. I don't want to bartend at all. I want to bartend for me. Yeah. And you know what? That's great. And if we inspired you and you know, you want to come on the show just because you learned to bartend, let us know, man. Yeah, that's cool. He's going to get pours for his bottles, I bet. uh, He calls me up. He's like, "Uh, what should I get? (laughs) I I got Amaret. He just, he has it all mapped out. He's doing the, He's the fresh because the thing with him is like he he's like the fresh ingredient, simple syrup with you yeah. with the sour mix. He's uh, inspired yeah. to do that. Oh, that's great. Yeah, so. this, these are great pours too. Yeah. They're uh, I should put a picture of these on the website. I love these. I ordered them on my Amazon. They were like I don't know a buck each or something. But these these are my favorite pours. With the long the silver ones with the long um, the long spout. They're he, great. He said that we schooled him on the uh, Long Island iced tea. 
All right. That how we broke it down. Like when he goes out, people pour it like in a pre-made bottle, and I'm like, dude, yeah. you're getting ripped off. That's so lame. The Irish pub I used to work at, they did that. I was like, this, this sucks. This, the, I, I, the Long Island iced tea, it's kind of a, you know, cliche drink. Like people just drink it to get fucked up because they think it has a lot of liquor in it. But it's fun to make because you know you got you're picking up two bottles, mm-hmm. you pour the liquor, you pour it in there, two more bottles, boom, grab the triple sack, boom, sour mix and the uh, and the coke. You, I like making that drink. I like that too. And uh, <laughs> someone uh, taught, showed me this Tokyo tea, and there's there's different ways of making it, but it's yeah. basically the Long Island. Uh-huh. But you uh, you top it with Midori, which means green in Japanese. I wasn't oh, aware okay. of that. I don't know if that's true, but someone told me that. And hmm. then uh, instead of uh, you top it off with Midori, and instead of uh, Coke, you top it with Sprite. Right. So it's uh, Tokyo tea, which is uh, interesting. And then you can, what's the Miami is, uh, what's it called? Miami Vice, I think. And you That's use, another drink. It's made so many the, different ways, man. But isn't it just uh, the Long Island with triple sec, with uh, blue instead of triple sec, and then Sprite instead it of Coke? It could be. It could be, man. I, th- I think that's what it is. But the, yeah, there's a few variations. But, but it's If fun. made and, correctly, and, that fucks you up. Well. Think about it. Long Island, like, well, you're mixing a lot of different liquors in the same glass, but you don't necessarily have to make it, you know, I mean, if you put... You're supposed to put like a half ounce of each, so you ended up with, you know, or less even. I mean, really, you should be able to make it the same, with the same quantity of alcohol as you would make a gin and tonic or whatever. You know, you just use a dash of each. I can't tell you how many people are telling us because of this show. Yeah. When they go out and they watch bartenders pour, (laughs) they can't believe how much people over pour. Oh, yeah. And then so many people I know are actually, they, they count. It's uh-huh. just it's just amazing that that's the the bit the the most feedback that I'm getting from mm-hmm. the show that like the takeaway is like how yeah. people overpour right. how ridiculous and how people just don't pour and the thank you with the tips I get that too yeah but the uh, yeah right but the yeah the thing with overpouring remember when we had um, Brian and Brianna on the show and they were talking about the glasses that they use uh-huh. and that's important because you want you know you want to drink that you want to be able to taste the alcohol yeah. you know but. You don't want to give somebody, you know, three ounces of alcohol either. So that's, you know, where I'm working now, actually. You know, it's kind of a local place. You know, it's known for reasonably priced drinks and all and fairly strong drinks. But um, the glasses are huge. So you got to put a lot of liquor in so there. So the, how, how would you make a screwdriver, in a, count-wise, in a, in a, or like a Jack and Coke to break it down? Well, it's... Count. Real talk. I, I mean, I do... I do Five count, but I'm counting a little Come on, slower. Bullshit! He <laughs> ain't doing five, this fucking well, guy. Well, I'm counting a little slower than I used to, though. <laughs> yeah. You know, I'm like one, two, so three, really, four, so it'd be five. eight count. It'd be eight. It's probably, well, yeah, yeah, it probably one. is because the glasses are huge. So and, and the wine glasses are gigantic. <laughs> it's so stupid, and they, and you know, they're they're filling them up like three quarters yeah, of the way. Man. So I mean, it's a lot of wine, dude. And um, but these these glasses are you know they're they're big. So I was thinking about Brian and Rihanna talking about how they got these glasses that um what do they flare up at the top or something? So uh, the bo- I think I think they flared up at the top so that you know when you pour it it looks like you're putting a lot of liquor in it, but yeah, the so but the bottom is is narrow. Yeah. So then when you get to the top and you're putting in the mixer, it's it's Whoa. you're putting more mixer, but it looks half and half, but it's not you know, <laughs> and that's clever. But you know there's no way I, I made a drink. Uh, it was last Sunday at that party that I was just talking about, and uh, they sent it back. Said it wasn't strong enough, and it, the owner is there running the drink. She, you know, she goes, they want, uh, they say it's not strong enough. 
All right, whatever, you know, you're the boss. <laughs> I'll put more in if you want, but, you know, <laughs> I think it's a, I think it's bad. And <laughs> I just want you to know that we, we are freezing out here, man. We're this freezing. is interesting, but the beautiful view of the uh, Hudson Valley region of uh, what county is this? Orange. Yeah, very nice, man. <laughs> My drink's empty. That's no good. All right, man. You want to call it on this? Yeah. You said you said all you got to say? I'm done. Forever <laughs> hold your peace. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, we'll see you next time. And uh, keep listening. Hey, don't forget about our tip cup. You want to talk about our tip cup for a minute? Yeah, man. Listen, uh, folks. I uh, First of all, I do appreciate the people that have sent. And, yes. Uh, and thank you very much. And uh, if you can, it would be nice, you know. And uh, we do appreciate it. It's not expected. Uh, but if you do, it's very much appreciated. And uh, yeah, well, we want to keep the show yeah. going, and it, you know, it costs us some money to do the, the hosting, especially and different things. It costs money to go to do, and uh, I, uh, you know, I gotta buy more new microphones every once in a while, things like that. <laughs> when we first started doing the show, if you listen, like probably the first five episodes, your microphone, was, I, I wasn't happy with it, so I bought a new microphone. You know, and your voice sounded much better. Now, of course, we're recording outside on this little tiny recorder. But yeah. next time we get in the studio, back on that, it's a nice microphone. So uh, anyway, point is, this show costs us some money to do. And uh, anything you guys want to do to help keep it going, we sure appreciate it. Yep. And uh, interviews, man, I want to close out 2013 strong. So uh, get in contact with us. I have a few in the pipeline. And it's, uh, it's getting harder to record, folks. You know, both Vince and I have two jobs, and it's hard to meet up. So uh, we're going to try to be uh, utilize the time and be productive and uh, rock right. and roll, man. All right. All right. Well, on that note, here's, this is the sound of a shaker. I see that, man? <laughs> oh, wow. The top's not on, too. So you got to hold it. It's money, man. <laughs> That's the sound of money. All right. Well, thanks for listening. Uh, you know where how to reach us, right? Vince at what am I? Bart Vince dot bartender. <laughs> yeah, I'm a professional. I don't drink. <laughs> Vince dot bartender at gmail .com. and on Twitter at barkeep tips, and our website is bartenderjourney.weebly.com. and that's where you can find our tip cup. And I uh, usually put some show notes, and you can even listen to the show right on that website. And there's links to the iTunes feed and all that stuff. So uh, bartenderjourney.weebly.com is our website. Right, you can reach me, email at bartender2222 at gmail.com. And you can reach me at Vance Venno. I'm freezing, man. A little bit, a little bit. Cheers. See you next time. Salute. Tip the bartender. Yeah.